0: archers attack keep firing let none escape another down do
1: not relent
0: welcome back to Belgium's number one video gaming podcast in the wowosphere
1: oh shit is that real
0: <laughs> no it's not but it may be no. with the with the poll we pulled out later i'm slide whistle
1: tis <laughs> i <Desire>, immunization <laughs> And it's me, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And before we start this episode proper, I just want to let everyone know I had a complicated day at work. So the first thing I did when I came home was I took off all my clothes because I was like, I just need to be the way my mama made me. You
0: got another naked cast going on here?
1: You Well, almost, because Cubby Bub did gift me an early birthday present, which is... The entire cast of Sonic Adventure 2 Battle standing in front of a Sonic restaurant at night, and this image has been emblazoned onto a jacket. Oh. So, <laughs> no shirt, no shoes, no pants, but I do have the cast of 2002's hit game Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on a jacket. I mean, that
2: sounds like a really really uh, badass jacket. Um, unfortunately, is. the two of us are like not similarly lack of clothes um i think i'm actually probably the most clothed i've ever been while recording this podcast i'm wearing sweatpants and like a long sleeve
0: and slide whistle has a blanket i this does inspire me to get naked and go put on the goku height beast jacket immune received for secret santa that i really want to steal from him i mean you've already worn it the same amount of times as i have so you, i think you're on the way It's my smoke break jacket because I look cool on the balcony when I wear it.
1: (laughs) It's all about aesthetics. We got to get my man, Mark, to look up here one of these things. He'd be like, oh, my God, cool boys, cool boys. (laughs) The
0: cool boys are out, and the cool boys are also in World of Warcraft because we officially got patch 10.0.5. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah, so it
2: delivered on everything that we were told it would. What are you guys
0: most like excited about with this patch so far it delivered in then some because the maintenance took what like an extra two hours
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it wasn't until 7 30 that night
2: est yeah i mean like whenever a patch happens i assume that the maintenance is gonna go for a long time and you know sometimes you know we're just like happily surprised when it is cut in half but yeah this one lasted longer but I don't think that there were many problems with us in raid that night. I feel like on some patch days, like it's the servers have come up like a half hour before we start raiding. And then it's just like a shit show, the entire raid with like DCs Mm -hmm. and things
1: to answer your original question though. You know what? I really have not experienced too many of the new things yet. So my big thing is the anticipation, the hope for something new. I've seen a lot of cool grays and white transmog items On the Twitter, and I'm like, damn, I gotta go get these!
2: Also, I guess, like, if that's what we want to talk about first, I was just realizing this earlier today, I don't, actually, Aaron, I don't know if you have, have an add-on like this, but, like, I I have an add-on that, like, auto-sells all the junk in my bag whenever I open a vendor, Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, it's annoying to have to, like, click on every single one, but that includes the junk as, like, grey and white items.
0: Uh, wait, so... Fuck, that sucks. I'm trying to think how much I've already sold already because, like, I I was in Buck Temple trying to get my glaives during my lunch break, <laughs> so I'm like, fuck.
2: Yeah, and because like the thing is, um, are those items like BOP or BOE? Like, could we like trade them or like are some of them um, like
1: if they work the same as like greens that you get? Those are technically BOE, so I. I don't know. I'd I'd have to take a look at them. I haven't been getting a lot of grays recently, but I think you do actually have to put them on.
0: It should be open to trade with anybody. I think it doesn't matter. I don't. I don't think they've ever had. Have they ever had like quality attached? them that like meant anyone could wear them, right? You could just wear like a white shirt no matter what.
2: Well, I mean, like they still are like plate or mail or cloth for a lot of them, so. I've seen, like, some people post screenshots of, like, the auction house, people posting greys and things for an insane amount of money, so I was like, oh, so should I be, like, auctioning some of these ones instead of
0: vendoring them or sending them to my alts or what? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, and, and also, coming with this, don't forget, you can buy, okay, so you know how when you showed a character on the screen, it would be like, here's your starting gear that they're gonna wear, like, the cool starting sets? You can buy that shit. You can go buy that from a vendor in Stormwind, the of uh, the Worgen top hat. Aaron, have you picked it up yet?
1: I have not yet. No, I have I think I already have something very similar. I had the infamous Gilnean top hat that used to sell for like 200k, but I need to go get Lord Walden's top hat, which is very similar but should not be as much.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure who the vendor is, but I all I know is that they're in Stormwind somewhere, so figure that one out. Is that what the class trainers are being used for these days?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They've got to be used for something. It's like, no one ever asked me for my rogue experience, but I do have these old PJs you can have.
2: Their, Their jobs have been replaced by, like, Icy Veins and Wowhead guides, so now they've had to retool and become, like, starter set gear just for
0: tmog and 10.0.5 how the mighty have fallen um i i kind of agree though like with Aaron Knight i it's a it's a pretty subtle patch like it brings good changes but then a lot of them just like maybe they are quality of life change like the the talent highlight thing which is fantastic whenever you change your talent specs now or change like between like your ready builds it will highlight what's changed which is all we asked for in literally last podcast
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, remember last episode, we were like, oh, I really hope that they add a way for us to tell what talents are changed when you switch between builds, and they fucking did it, and this was, I believe this was a change that was, like, not in their patch notes proper,
0: like, is this just, like, a silent change they added in? Yeah, I didn't hear anything about this, I didn't hear it being on the, on the PTR, maybe I missed it, I mean, I'm not always looking at stuff, but, I mean, I, I read those patch notes on the toilet at work quite a many times, and didn't see that,
2: Great change though. Also I haven't done it yet, but um I've been thinking lately that now is the time for me to maybe get an alt going. I say get an alt going because I feel like both of mine are mains. And I have deciding which one to go go through, but um they also added a skip for like your sparks. Um I haven't done it yet, so have either of you guys done it?
0: Honkameter alert, honkameter alert. honkameter alert, you got your own going on here. What are, you, what are you what are you gonna pick? What are you thinking? What are you thinking?
2: I, I don't know. I mean like I guess um this is the first installment of immunization's honkometer. Um I guess like yours can be the honkometer and mine can be the honkometer.
0: Oh wow, okay. Really gotta separate us, huh? Mine
1: mine'll be the honk tomater. It's <laughs> the spelling's a little different, but it's close enough.
2: <laughs> Honestly I'm kinda of jealous. Maybe I want that one instead. Anyways, People were trying to help me with this decision on our on our Discord earlier today, this afternoon, which you can join by going to DonotRelent.com.
1: Absolutely seamless.
0: Pretty good, actually. Yeah, pretty natural. Pretty good.
2: <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've been, um... It's, just, it's almost like I have a, a several years of podcasting experience. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> sorry for all of that, everyone. I, for a long time now, have, like, wanted to convince myself that I can play a melee DPS so that is on the table for my honk commander but i don't know which one is best um a few suggestions on our discord have been like fury warrior would be good um part of me just w- wants a new character though so like i don't know that i just want to like use one of the 15 spears that taros has given me instead of a fucking bow in this raid and go survival I w- i want like a new character i think
1: now, are you looking more to hit a lot of buttons or hit buttons meaningfully?
2: Honestly, my Hunter is the only DPS that I've ever really felt like I've been good at, and it's because probably its rotation is pretty easy and it doesn't have a whole lot of buttons. So I probably don't want anything too
1: complicated. Because, like, I'm thinking of, like, not suggesting this, but, like, Assassination Rogue, something like that. you are It's another thing where... You have a lot of little cooldowns, but you're probably only hitting five to six buttons, versus like Fury Warrior, where your things lighting up all the time, and it's like there's a time and a place for everything, champion. Blah 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 blah.
0: Play Demon Hunter. I think that'd be the hardest one for you to play, and it'd be fun to watch you fall off shit.
1: Uh, it's the one I know the least about, so I'd be I'd watch I'd watch your streams of demon hunting and just be like, huh, interesting.
2: And that was the last time I played um. My demon hunter. Also, maybe the last time I streamed.
0: Honestly, if you played, if you picked any melee character that wasn't a rogue or a fury warrior, I can help you. I played all of them pretty much.
2: This is true. You, you like because you've especially you've specialized basically in melee DPS until this evoker and uh, your mage back in the day. Yeah, but rep paladin,
0: feral druid. Uh, well, the, uh, the warrior is well, short lived. Uh,
1: Shaman for a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, gum gums, a little bit of gum gums, a little bit of bludge. Yeah, I've, Monk, I don't know about Monk. Oh, Monk, do Monk, Windwalker.
1: I could,
2: yeah. I mean, that sounds fun, but also, that's in, that is in danger of me, like,
0: flying off things with rolling around, so. Maybe I'll be a little quinoa on a level with you.
1: Ooh, maybe I'll be Wigglestein, and I'll just be like, oh, I hate this, I hate this.
0: <laughs> Aaron's eternal battle with Monks.
1: I wish so fucking hard that I liked Monk at all, because he's my first guy. But I jump in, and literally all three of the specs, I'm like, I don't get it. (laughs) I don't
0: understand. Um, I've I've been having the same thoughts, uh, mostly because time walking's here, and it's really easy leveling. So I also was like, "Uh, who do I want to pick? Do I want to pick another male character so I can gear them with my character? But I was like, "Uh, shaman's fun, but it's bludgeon. (laughs) She loses me a lot of gambling money. Hunter is fun, but he's 67, so he's three levels behind everybody else. Or, 60, Or sorry, 57.
1: I'll just be picking booty. <laughs> but not right now, because I'm focused on the podcast. But I'll just be picking booty ATW. I was going to
2: say, yuck, Aaron. Don't be picking your booty hole on the podcast. <laughs> and I, I, I know I'm you're sorry naked shit. I, I,
1: I, I got a bitch of an itch right now. But... No, I will be choosing Booty ATW, but that means I have to actually learn how to tank for the first time since Wad.
0: There's no time with the. Pre- I want a preservation heal so I can heal you while you tank. And we can blame each other. Um, but my so I I did decide to get my unholy death knight going first. Mr. Allen, it's tax season coming up. He's got Ooh, debts to pay.
1: Twenty nine or two for fifty. It's Mr. <laughs> Allen.
0: This is such a good name for a character. It's This goof has lasted far, far. I was going to say too long. No, it's not too long. It's never too long. I logged in, noticed I was in trade chat, and I just went, hi, I'm Alan. Got nine. Hi, Alan's back. And I'm like, oh, this feels so right. Um, But so I took Alan through four time-walking dungeons. I'm 62 and a quarter. I, he was 60. The time-walking is absolutely lucrative. I didn't even use banners. I took his ass into Valadrakhan. I walked up to the innovation machine, or you know the fuck that's called? The big spark lady? And a goblin was sitting there next to it. And he was like, all right, you want to do this the easy way or the hard way, basically. And I picked the easy way. And immediately, my lady gave me five sparks on the fucking dot. That's it. That's all you have to do. I went on my druid to get the five sparks. No. Because my druid already started the quest line, I can no longer skip it. Because I'm too far into it. He has zero sparks out of five. I just accepted the quest line like t- two weeks ago, and now I can't do the skip. Fuck me.
2: Dang. Okay, so like, how easy the skip happens? Like, just like five, like right, right immediately. Like, that's one one of the things that makes me want to pick an alt right now. But then I'm like, well, that makes crafted gear easy to get. So then I was like, oh, well, I know I can make cloth things. So then I'm like, oh, do I want to level? my, like, warlock or, um, my mage. And and then I was like, well, I know Slide can make a lot of male stuff, so, like, do I level my evoker or a shaman? And then I was like, someone in
0: guild can probably do plate stuff, right? I think you should do a male character! I think that would be beneficial for everybody involved at an equal level! That sounds great! Hmm. (laughs) I know I've been talking my ass about professions for a month straight, but I'm gonna keep fucking talking about it now! Guys, I'm officially making mad stacks of money. It's crazy. People will ask me how much, and I just say a number, and they're just like, okay, because they don't know either. I don't know either.
1: (laughs) Now, have you been using this knowledge to be a good boy and spread the word, or have you been a sneak thief?
0: I have been, surprisingly, the goodest of boys. I've actually, I've, I've been crafting shit for free, because I tell people I'll go do it for free, and they tip me more anyway in the end. And then they they I'm I'm getting word of mouth talk on Proudmore. I uh, um I was in a Mythic Plus. Somebody whispered to me and said, "Hey, I heard you can make shoulders," <laughs> and I was like, "Who sent you?" And he sent me he, he sent me the name, and I was like, "I don't know who that is." Like people were talking about me to get their their shit made because I don't charge nothing. In fact i've now i have a new ad where i do 5k hot and readies is what i call them <laughs> most crafters charge 10k for a recraft for a craft with unlimited recrafts right so i cut that in half and i call it a 5k hot and ready and i'm like you send it to me it's hot and ready hot out the oven i got somebody just they not a single whisperer sent to me they sent me a personal order 5k in there they knew they knew the rules right off the bat so I'm i I've, I made like 300k yesterday in just one day. Just selling this shit. Just doing nothing but selling this shit.
2: He had the day off of like his real like day job, and he was like in here like in the in the mines working really hard like to for gold. And wow, I'm like, do you do you ever take a day
0: off? Slide whistle. And and I don't I don't use those macros. I all every message is hand typed on the spot. <laughs> so I don't That's know.
1: Fucking I, sales pitch. <laughs> And don't you worry, it is not automated. I make it with love each and every time. <laughs> There's no machines I've, here. I vom on every pair of shoes that I have to make in the Brackentide Hollow.
0: Oh, I, I I actually tell people I will not go in there. I told them this. I said, if you want me to go in there, it's 80k to make, to go in there. And that's, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold says so. But the characters you fucking meet... I have met some of the weirdest fucking people doing this. I, I, I think I've literally encountered like a rich miser... he he messaged me and he was like how much gold to make me these and i was like why do you why do you word it like that and i was like oh i won't try to do anything it's fine unless you want me to use an orb blah 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 he was like how much tip would you like to receive period i was like whoa (laughs) this guy's fancy and i was like no dude like it's fine don't tip me to send it to me he sent it to me with 15k and he says is that enough tip for you and i'm like (laughs) I'm like, dude, that's too much. He goes, it's okay. I have a lot of gold. This is my poor tune with 5 million. And I was, I said, oh, to be poor is what I said. He sent me two more recrafts of other items for 15k each. And he's like, I will message you in the future. I'm like, holy
1: shit. I got a rich man. I got a shirt This daddy. man is literally honeypotting you. He's going to he's going to use you to like launder IRL money in the world of Warcraft you will be arrested within the year. This is my prediction.
2: 20, just just 2023 DNR predictions, you know. Hey,
0: he started with 45k. If he if if we get a little bit higher than that, you know, maybe I I will willingly walk into the situation. And I'll go for it. It's crazy cuz like I
2: fucked up some of my tailoring build, so I'm like just now getting to the part where um some of the things that people are asking for in chat I technically could make or like if inspiration procs I could get it at max level for some of these pieces. So, I've still not been brave enough to really whisper people about things, but there I have been quick on some, like, posts in the, what was the name of the, the crafting orders panel?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, the crafting
2: orders area, I guess. Um, and I have fulfilled a few over the last week for, like, 5k each, so, like, I, I guess I've made, like, probably 20k overall, it's, like, it's not much, but, like, it's, it's something, because, like, this whole expansion so far, I've just been, like, bleeding cash.
0: I'm at two mil now. I'm I'm, I'm so together. We're probably net positive.
2: Well, yeah, I guess because you have a sugar daddy.
0: And so this is actually one of the things we could talk about. I mean, I we mentioned it last week um, about how they changed the number of work orders uh, individual can do from twenty a day to four a day. Man, I am feeling the heat. I have zero work orders now. I can't do anything. People are posting. Like really, they're posting like hard to craft things for like a hundred gold, and nobody wants to waste their effort on it, so no one does it. So instead, I've been whispering everybody who puts an order up, and I'm like, "Hey, take that down, send it to me personally. I'll do it for free." <laughs> and I'm, so I'm like, I'm like going, around, I'm under the table, going around the whole idea of the crafting orders, and they're giving me more money than they originally listed. Someone put up some bracers, max level bracers for 100 gold. He sent me 20k gold.
1: Whoa! Like, what the you, fuck?
0: I don't get it. What? 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 Like, like, why are you so cheap to begin with, and now you're giving away 20 gold to a person you just met? Like, like what? Also, that's like
2: borderline offensive. Like 100 gold for a max level thing that probably people need to like rely on inspiration
0: to get, right? Yeah, but now here's my thinking to everybody out there right now. If if you have something you need crafted, maybe you put it up for 100 gold and hope that people whisper you because no one's going to do it. But crafters are going to want the personal order sent to them for the achievement and just to get to collect the things, you know, the skill point or whatever. So maybe, maybe his strategy worked out. I don't know.
1: I was saying there is some strat to it. You put it up for 100, which is obviously bad. Then someone whispers you and like, I'll do it for... 5k and you're like awesome when secretly the thing was for like 20k it's like "Ah, i wheeled and dealed you
2: it's just crazy because i feel like this like since we've played this game which now at this point is a, a while this is the first time where they've introduced something to the game like a completely new system where it's just like the wild west no one knows what's happening it just is uh so completely
0: different it almost doesn't feel like wow in some ways That's why I think I've really been thriving in it because before it's so intimidating and like every profession has been the same for like 16 years everyone knows the ins and outs it gets shaken up and that's your chance to slip in and fucking take everything over and you can still do this by the way. You can just specialize in one little area that that, that you think people are going to want to buy and that's all you have to do. I only have four things at max and that's all I need because they're non-tier slots people want belts and shoes and shit
2: yeah, and you definitely found your, your little n- niche there. So, like, yeah. I mean, I overall like it. I feel like I just now started understanding it, though, unfortunately. T- uh, enchanting is still fucked, though. Like, I don't, I
0: don't fucking know what to do with that.
1: If any of y'all want some gold-level potions, just send me a message on the email.
0: Can you make ultimate uh, yet?
1: You, uh, probably not. Damn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, the thing is, I keep trying to do alchemy. I go... The damn thing explodes. I drink my liquid courage. It explodes again. I have the worst luck with back-to-back liquid courageing. So it explodes for a fourth time, and I'm like, okay, that's me for four hours. And I was just like, I don't care to come back in four hours. That's me for the day. The secret
0: is you have to have Coveybub press the buttons. She will when she presses the button, it won't explode. It happens most of the time. Try it.
1: So also, I need to ask: Is that a thing you guys worry no. about? When you go to the enchanting table, does it explode on you? When you <laughs> <laughs> when no! you skin some leather from a guy, does the knife go in your eyeball and you can't see for two hours? You no, know, the the
2: most annoying thing is that, like, I, tailoring is just, like, very normal. Like, I don't think anything interesting happens with tailoring. I mean, yeah, you just get, like, different cloths off of different mobs you kill, um, and then the crafting of it is very basic. Um, enchanting... Like, ooh, the most exciting thing is, like, sometimes uh, a purple item does not give you a purple shard. And I'm like, oh, heartbroken. But, like, that's
0: about it. When you disenchant it, I mean. I don't have any negatives other than having to go into fucking Brackenhide Hollow and vomiting on an altar to make shit. That's about it. Which, I mean, honestly, maybe I'd rather have exploding shit than having to go into fucking Brackenhide Hollow. Yeah.
1: I fly through the air and bonk my head. <laughs> the dragon is like, "You need to give up," but I'm just like, "I'll oh, shut up, man. I only have 15 minutes before work. Let me just get one more in."
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I will say for tailoring, um, if you want to make like chrono cloth, you have to go over in Theldrassus where Chromies place is and use like a spindle that they have there to make it. And you can only make a certain amount of those bolts of cloth per day. And if you want to make the frost weave one or whatever it's called, you have to go over near the Azure Vault to their frosty loom and make it there. And I haven't done that in like a month because it's just so annoying to go down there. <laughs>
0: You know what's funny, though? I'm pretty sure that Alchemy has to use the Altar of Decay as well to make certain recipes, so I guess you really got the both of it. You got the Exploding Ones and have them use the Altar. Have you guys had to use the Revival Catalyst yet? Like, What's your tier, tier slots at?
2: So I haven't had to, but I have spent my time going over to the FTRC.
1: Yes, I am in a similar boat. If only because I received a helmet that was... but it was lower than my current helmet, so I said, "I I want to live my life to the max. So I turned my Mythic Plus pants into tier, and then put on my old helmet.
2: Yeah, I did something similar on both of my characters, and I guess let's just explain how it works, because it is not very... It's not described very well, I don't think, and there's also a little bit of misinformation going around on like other podcasts and things, I think.
0: I think it's just general confusion because no one's like done it yet and like, you know.
2: Yeah, so basically the way it works is you I think you just have like a quest or something to like go to the Revival Catalyst over by Tierhold and then uh the the lizard dude there has a quest for you. That will give you a charge in the Catalyst. And you can do that quest once a week. um, So you can get one charge a week, I believe. And then you can have a max of six charges. And um, the quest that you get from him is account-wide. I don't know that we've ever had anything like this. It's kind of odd. It basically just says it's a bar, a progress bar, 0 to 100%. It's like do group content, effectively, is what it says.
0: Yeah, you're, you're right. I've never thought about that. We haven't... We haven't had a bar like this that was account wide, right? I thought like there was something kind of similar in BFA, but maybe I'm just thinking of something else.
1: Yeah, I was. I didn't even know how the thing worked. I was just like, like he he came up, and I was like, surely I have some of the money that re- it requires to operate this thing. But I guess there's no money. The guy just has a tally system, and he's like, "Oops, you've done it twice. Only two more this week."
2: yeah so it was weird i got the quest on my priest and then i thought i wouldn't be able to work towards it or whatever on my hunter but like my hunter doing raid was enough because then later i went and turned in the quest on my hunter and i never picked up the quest on my hunter which is weird so then my hunter got one of the snake dude's little orbs for a charge of the catalyst and then i went back onto my priest crafted myself some shoulders moved some pieces around and then made my non-tier legs into tier um, and then I saw the charge go f- uh, from saying, like, one to, like, a red one. So then I was like, oh, can I do this on my hunter as well? So then, yes, I swapped over to my hunter, and I am able to do convert one piece there as well. Some people were saying because I believe Wowhead and Icy Veins, it says, like, you get one charge. Well, like, how did they word it? That was confusing.
0: It's, it's like one charge per character per week or something like that. But, like, the way it's worded so quick and... I, from what I heard about it, I thought what everyone was reacting was that you could only get one charge across all of your characters. And so say you use it on your priest, you wouldn't have a charge on your hunter. That is not the case. But I mean, like, I, I again, I I got, I was lucky. On my, on both my, both my mains, uh, they I had foresaw. It. Like, I didn't have any problem getting tear pieces. So I was like, ah, I'm not right about this yet. So I haven't, like, you know, like, anything about it.
2: No, I mean, like, and as I said, like, I also had four set, but like, I had some really low pieces that I could craft something better for. So, um, that's why I like I moved things around and put my tier somewhere else. Um, but yes, I, I confirmed for it myself this week that, yeah, it's one charge on each of your characters per week. There's one quest for all of
0: them, but it caps at six charges. So, so if if you didn't, so in Shadowlands, I think you could, it, it wasn't capped, right? You just would gain like x amount of charges as each week went by so you could like in theory catalyze like a hundred things for some reason if you wanted to now it's well six. yeah because
1: it because it used a currency system you had to like spend fun bucks but at the end it's like well you got the bucks you can keep going
2: yeah so each character can only switch six things with this catalyst and then they just can't ever again is that what we assume like in
0: six weeks from now if you don't once a week no, so so say okay, so say six weeks passes and you have six charges, right? On the seventh week you will not gain a seventh charge. But if you used a charge, so then you only had five charges by week six, by week seven you will have an extra charge. It will replenish it as you use them. So it's basically like a use it or lose it system, I guess, kind of.
2: Yeah, it's just the UI of it looked kinda of weird to me because like on my priest it still said one, but it was red. So I don't know exactly what that
0: means. Hey, I mean maybe we don't know. Maybe maybe you do only get six recatalyzes a thing. I don't think that's the case because you could do it for tier, like like making a whole set back in the day. Um, so it's probably just you can only hold six at a time, is what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, but overall I I'm fine with it. Um a little weird that you have to like earn yours each week, but it was pretty quick. I believe I just did raid for the night and then maybe one dungeon, and then I was like good to
0: go. Like, oh cool. Like uh done <laughs> that's good so and it's for all kickers going forward it's, it's retroactive i'm pretty sure right so like as i get my as i get alan my unholy death knight to 70 he'll just have a charge ready to spin on something
2: yeah i believe so so i feel like a lot of the changes that they've done in dragonflight have made it really easy for alts and also like one of the main reasons why now i'm like even possibly thinking about like trying shadow on my priest is because In Shadowlands, I felt like it was kind of hard because you had to, like, commit to, like, playing the game in a certain way on your alts if you wanted
0: to actually seriously have an alt, like, with your legendaries and things like that. Yeah, it's like, well, are you going to, are you likely to make a dis-legendary or to make a shadowy legendary? (laughs) Obviously, you're going to make a dis-legendary if you were going to at all. Yeah, and then it was confusing, too, because then, like, Shadow
2: Priests were like, oh, you want to get into playing Shadowcraft? These three fucking legendaries, one for (laughs) single target, one for AoE, and one for something else. I'm like, well, no, no, I fucking won't. (laughs)
1: I miss the legendary discourse for Fire Mage, where it was like, hands, and then we were all like, yes, yes. and then a month later, it was like, head, and we <laughs> said, yes, and then the, it was like, actually, so there's a trinket one where you have to do one of each kind of spell, and everyone just kind of scratched their head, and they said, really? And then Preheat looked around, and he was like, just kidding, that one's too inconvenient, it's hands again, and we said, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, yeah, the Pharaoh would just like craft by legendaries and use them all interchangeably. And I'm like, come on, no, fuck that.
2: I mean, I guess Holy Priest was like, from the very beginning, they're like, it's Flashcon, baby. And then, um, like every patch and tier, it's like, is there anything else? I'm like, nope, still Flashcon. I'm like, cool. Uh, so then, like, I just never felt the same after Flashcon left. <laughs>
0: You know, speaking of speaking of just that in general, like uh, like variety in the class. So Suli was talking about this in raid. He was saying how um, he wishes that uh, Unholy Death Knight or just had uh, more builds for it. And he was saying that like, oh, there's not not a lot of builds for it. And I was like, that's weird because I'm my evoker For each dungeon, for each raid fight, for everything, like I have different builds set up, like all the like, top to bottom. Like like there's so many different things I can swap in and out. And then I was leveling my Unholy DK, which is what he's playing. And it's like, do you want disease build or do you want wound build? And like disease build is best for like seven out of the eight things I was doing. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, like Unholy literally has one thing. So like, do you guys have a similar, like, uh, like, is it like wild? Can you change it or is it like all the same?
2: Um. So I, on my, well, I'll start off my hunter. I guess on my hunter, yes, I have several different preset builds. Like a ba- baseline, I have like a raid single target, a raid AOE, a raid hybrid, and then for a few additional bosses, I have different versions of some of those. So like on say like Razageth or something, if I'm worried about extra orbs going off, I would like maybe swap something out and have like the Sylvanas arrow, so I could clear a few extra or something. But like, that's just a minor change. And then I have a set one for Mythic Plus as well. So I think I have like four or five saved for my Hunter, but I really only use like two or three of them. And then on my Priest, I really just have a, a Raid single target, which is like like Baby Boy Flash Con. And then I have a Raid AoE, which is going against everything I've known the last like three years. And it's like, oh, well... These spells that I have not used since fucking maybe Legion or something like that, they're back on the table, baby. It's very confusing. I i mean, like, it's fine. I, I just don't like it that much, but it's what I use for most of Raid. And then I have a Mythic Plus one, which is, like, Flashcon, effectively.
1: I just have a homebrew of stuff I like. I'm sure Preheat's over here like, mm, you gotta get your special painted minifigs. But I'm just, at my house, we're just using cups for D&D stuff. It's just whatever I have around, whatever I like. You better watch
0: how you're talking about my TikTok friend, okay? We're, we're, we're TikTok friends, all right? So I, I can get them on here any second to help us out.
1: Excuse me, I'm TikTok besties with the other preheat. <gasps> the, the, like, P-R-E-A heat. And I'm, my dad's going to beat up your dad, so well, you better we fucking should do that watch thing out.
2: Where, like, you guys each call your preheat. And then we like put the phones
0: right next to each other and have them face off. I think we, I think that's probably considered a crime because they do not like each other <laughs> for established reasons. They hate each other. But it'd be great podcasting, baby. Controversy creates cash. But No,
1: I'm sure, I'm sure if I looked online of what you're supposed to do, it'd be like, oh, you got to speck into that flame strike, baby. And I don't like flame strikes. So I will live in ignorance for the moment.
0: What you don't know can't hurt you until you know it. Uh, anyways, uh, y'all want to
2: talk about Raid a little bit?
0: Yeah, let's talk about a little bit of sure.
2: Raid! So, I have a few things I want to say about Raid this week. Um, first off, well, we didn't really make any additional progress, which is fine. We we got, like, probably four or five additional pulls on Daphia, and I think we'll probably
0: down her next week. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's probably in itself, is that we made it to Daphia before time ran out. We get to see Daphia, and I I, I do think it's going to be a, a head-bashing. It's just, it's just a hard fight.
2: Yeah, I honestly think it'll be harder for us than uh, Broodkeeper. Keeper.
1: So for the first time, I was sent over to the alternative platform, the first one we go to. And I don't know if we were just doing it wrong. They kicked the shit out of us. There was like eight guys, and they were all just punching us. And I was like, what do we do? What do we do? And like people yeah. were falling down, and I just ice-blocked and started crying. I was like, oh, scary. <laughs> Take me back to the main platform. Daphia doesn't even move.
2: Yeah, so for the uninitiated, on Heroic, Dathia has one ad instead of two ads, like on normal. And then, like, when it dies, you basically have to split your raid in two. And, like, a first group f- goes up, like, uses it to launch up onto a second platform where you have to kill a bunch of ads. And it's really hard for a raid group like us where we don't have, say, two death knights one for each group that can pull all the ads in so it's really easy to cleave them down in like aoe stun and interrupt their casts from going off um i know that in my group we didn't we didn't even have a druid to like typhoon them or anything we didn't have like a mon- monk for ring of peace or i don't think so like they're like they were all just out really far away so we can't cleave them down we were trying our best but like they just wouldn't die because we couldn't get like good cleave
0: on them no, it it's insane uh it's just like it's so jarring and it's okay it's weird because like think about all the other all fights right there's like barely any changes made to any other fight like any other fight and for some reason they're like you know what daffy is already the most annoying boss what if we made the most annoying boss even more annoying and that's basically what it is, because you're you're learning a whole new fight, there's a whole new rhythm. Heathers have to get used to just like being completely alone, like for so much longer. It's 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 hard. And we actually are, our group doesn't really have a good way of getting all of the ads combined and CC'd for a couple of reasons. We have one Death Knight, usually you have one in each group that can like do the mass pull and pull everybody into one. Or you have a bunch of, like, typhoons or wing buffets, wing buffets, as I call them. We just, we're not really good at that. And then you have to keep them interrupted. (laughs) Keeping those interrupted and splitting, that's basically going to be a 100 pull (laughs) process for this guild.
2: I mean, because, like, I'm on my hunter and, like, okay, I'm, like, I'm thinking about it. I'm, like, what do I have here to help out well, I have an interrupt, which is probably one of the longer interrupts in the game, so I can interrupt one of them once while we're up there. Effectively, I have a stun, which a stun isn't that great either. I'd probably use that stun to interrupt one of the ones towards the center, because if I stun one of the ones on the edges, and it's definitely never getting brought in. I I don't know. I have seen that. I believe some BM hunters even spec into like try to spec into explosive shot to try to knock them back.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things we can do, and like I mean. It, uh- Again, like, I mean, Aaron, Aaron's reaction is the natural reaction. Shock and kill me. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at right now. How do I deal with this? But Minnie, (laughs) Minnie, 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 Minnie is one of our tanks. And I love Minnie, but I I feel like he just, like, he tries really hard to, like, not do what everybody else does. Like, what, like, all the, like, the main tanks do. He tries to be different. It's like, well, I don't want to get this thing because it would make my DPS lower, and it's like, well, we don't need your DPS. You can just use sigil of chains and pull everything in, and then we're good. And he's like, no, yeah, but I'm like, ah, it's okay.
1: it's the classic okay. tank thing, and I I'm not one, so I'm sure people can tell me to eat a brick. But it's like, well, I gotta make sure my deeps is up. Well sorry little buddy you actually don't need to keep your deeps up too much you just need to get punched in the face
0: we'll handle <laughs> you the just rest. need to
1: make sure you yeah we'll do the heavy lifting little buddy you just need to make sure that you don't fall down
0: <laughs> i something oh he was a demon hunter and he got blown off the edge and i'm like minnie just double jump you should open your wings baby fly and he's like oh that works i'm like yes <laughs>
1: I was listening to an old episode <laughs> talking about him monk rolling into the middle of <laughs> Denathrius. And I was like, this man has found a silly, billy way to do silly, billy jumping off the stage in every iteration of his career.
2: Well, as, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, that's why I don't play those classes, because I would, would 100% do that. Just like during Dathia, I was, I don't know why, I'm a hunter. I don't know why I was up as far as I was, but I was up further than I normally am. And one of the annoying circles spawned on me. And I was like, oh, I gotta get in a safe position. And I was like, well, I guess I'm safe here. But then, f- like, three of the giant tornadoes that fly across the room started, starting like, you know, telegraphing where they were going to go. And it was crisscrossing all around where I, w- where I was. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in danger. So I was like, I need to get out of here. So then I disengaged and um, immediately, like, dive-bombed right onto both... Um, Aaron and Ash and i was like, oh fuck, hi guys. <laughs>
1: yeah, we were really in the boonies, so it was weird to have someone else <laughs> live there. I'm like, oh beans, you're at the 99 percentile too. And then I think I ice blocked, but he died.
2: Yeah, I felt really bad. It was it as
0: 100 it was my fault that he died. Yeah, I've I've done that too with my um, hover. If you hover in a direction, you will fly in that direction. And so I try to always hover backwards. But like with a Daphia platform, you're being sucked in. You can't see immediately behind you unless you turn your camera around, which, well, if I did that, I would be sucked to the pole immediately. So I am constantly hovering backwards into somebody else every single fucking time, and I am like, God damn it! But we will kill her because honestly, Diana is not that hard. rope Diana is we. I mean, like we've been killing her for the past four weeks. Um, she's nothing actually. I have we have a skip. Can the skip at all help us? Because we, we, we can't skip to Dierna,
1: right? Or can we? <gasps> we can! Yes, because the skip is er- eggnog into her, right?
2: Yeah, the only reason we might not want to is because I assume people want an option for... She has to right? To your hands or something like that?
0: But yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is we I, 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 I do think our odds of getting Dierna down are way higher than our odds of getting Dathia down. We could we could technically prog on Daphia after we prog on Dierna, we have two we have two evokers that have no staff, and because we did her the normal and heroic the way we did, they're not gonna get a staff on their vaults because in their vaults are two heroic slots, and we didn't kill Dierna, so they're not getting it.
2: Oh yeah, is the second slot of the vault with six down, and we've only been killing five on heroic? Is that
0: what's happening? No, so the we actually we we. We have two heroic slots.
2: Oh, is it five then? Is it two five seven or is it two four seven? I
1: think it's two, 5 I think it's one one five. Isn't it one one f- like because there's only eight of them? Yeah, yeah. Is it like two five eight? I don't know. I haven't looked at the darn thing. I just get three of them each week, and yeah. I'm like, mate. Well,
0: this week you're getting two because we, because we skipped.
1: What the fuck? Be- what the because fuck? Because we didn't.
0: Yeah, I was looking at it. So so because so it's two heroic vault slots and no normal slot, our evokers are not getting a staff in their vault because we didn't kill Diana. So you know what? I'm going to bring this up as a thing. Maybe, I and mean, I don't know. I'm going to go over well, but because we can always go back to Daphia, can't we? Like If, if we can't kill Diana, we can go back to Daphia no matter what.
2: I believe so, yeah, because, like, and if it does get wonky by being on your skip, we could phase out and then go back to somebody else's raid log or
0: whatever. Yeah, I think, everyone, good idea. Great, great thinking here.
1: Speaking of the opposite of great thinking, the human and orc heritage armors, those are showing up. And people don't like it.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think they're okay, but like, yes, we got news about the 10.0.7 patch, which I guess this is a thing that they are going to be doing this expansion. I mean, I'm all for it. Like, I'm, I'm even if they're patches that aren't like heavy content, I'm glad that we're getting like somewhat more frequent, like smaller patches. It seems. I um, hate the human set. Hate it. Yeah. So the human set is what we thought it would be. It's basically just some kind of stormwind set,
0: right?
1: It's just, it's, it's like the BFA one, but with a few extra edges, and it's blue and gray instead of white and gray.
0: It honestly feels like they took a mixture of leather, mail, and plate sets from previous expansions and mixed them all together. Because I'm, like, you can have the one winged eagle shoulder, the one winged eagle shoulder, you can have the long plate helm. you can have the BFA blue, Boots and blue belt. It it just seems like it's hodgepodge from several pre-existing sets. Which again, I I guess I don't know how you innovate on, you know, like the things you've been making humans forever. But
2: oh, I mean, I guess in their defense, they did say as well that there would be different customizable versions
0: of both of these sets. We'll see. But as it stands right now, the orc set looks way cooler solely because, Whoa. because only because I've never seen a shoulder piece with a skull that large and that different compared to anything else the Alliance Mm -hmm. has. Everything the Alliance has, you can find that in some other set somewhere else.
2: I mean, I guess I also agree that I like the Orc one more than the Human one, but that's only because I don't play Horde. So, like, for all I know, they they could have that, like, all the time on all of their things. But, like, just the same way that we have, like, something similar in the Alliance already for this Human set. But, yeah, I don't don't know. I kind of like how... um, the chest of the orc is exposed. I mean, like, I feel like if, if it wasn't a nasty orc, it'd be kind of hot.
1: <laughs> and their hams. Their their creamy, supple thighs are also showing. Ooh. But you know who does not like it are the people on Twitters.com. Both the jrp and and Elon and ADX12E25. They do not enjoy... You know what? I really haven't listened because their opinions run the gamut from like, ew, yuck, disgusting, awful, to like, here's my 45 minute video on how they dropped the ball. No one's given me a nice two minute summation, but... It's 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 not being received well over there. I guess it it doesn't reference the specific orcish history of the clans. It just goes for like a guy who looks like the orcs versus humans. That's true. Poster image. And I was like, that's fair, but also, not on a boo boo. Stick your head in doo doo. I I don't care about the orcish clans. Give me a vague approximation of orcs.
0: Yeah, fuck the orcish clans. They're all animals anyway, huh? But hear me out, the fact that they...
1: Speaking as a man whose heritage armor was, I don't know, a suit. Thanks, guy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but, like, maybe since they said that they were including other versions of these heritage armor sets, maybe what they're going to do is the different versions are, like, for the Horde, like, uh, in remembrance or, like, some kind of resemblance of the different Orcish clans, and for the Alliance... It would be pretty cool if, like, different ones of the human ones were like, oh, if we got, like, well, we probably wouldn't get a Gil- Gilneas one because, like, that's the work in Heritage Armor, but you know what I mean? Like, m- like the other a Strom- um, human candles.
1: one?
2: Yeah. Something
0: like a, that.
1: A a Lord Lorden... Lordenel? Is that it? Lortheron. A Lortheron one? Lorderon. Lorderon.
0: I'm <laughs> thinking of Lothar. Lotharin <laughs>
2: But another big thing that will be coming in 10.017 is
1: probably, um, up your
2: alley, Aaron.
1: Well, yeah. It's, it's that they are expanding the monk, uh, class to Lightforge, Dranny, Goblins, and, of course, Worgen.
2: Yeah, so, um, I mean, like, we, we, as we said earlier, you just don't quite vibe with monks, so, like, it's probably not Yeah, that's, really that, you. that's
1: that's such a shame i was thinking like oh that's super cool and i was like wait a minute i hate monk the big thing is i'm just glad that they're allowed to be monks because now you can get organ npcs who hit things with their hands and they don't have to be wearing like weirdly made fist weapons for the game to do that they can just but that that's the thing is they're not like slashing or doing like like hopping on people They'll be doing, like, crane kick. And I was like, well, I don't know. (laughs) It looks a little weird. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I feel like with Worgenbod, that might look a little suspect.
1: (laughs) I I just think, I don't know, Kung Fu never really went down with me. Like, for anyone other than the pandas, I feel like on literally everyone, it looks a little goofy. But, yeah, especially them, especially (laughs) goblins, especially Eye. Can regular Draenei be monks? uh i think so i imagine they'd have to considering Lightforge are just them no
0: they they are because i i remember a very goofy male drainer doing like the the kick and i'm like oh god like <laughs> sir like that would hurt yeah you're hopeless of the face but you look so weird doing it
2: yeah i mean like they, the male drain I look weird doing anything because they're like you <laughs> know
0: so top heavy I, I honestly Worgen are going to be kind of cool monks cuz like they 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 already have the claws. However, I am a little worried about their role. How are they going to look rolling? They're already like
1: I guess enough. if if there's if if there's any race that spends a lot of time sort of like parallel with the ground, it's them. So I guess Just do a running wild, but tuck your head in.
0: They're built like a droidica. If you think about it, they're so hunched over, they're ready to roll. Yeah,
1: their heads really are like a sloped (laughs) droidica curve. If anything, I would love if they just like folded their arms in. Like it's not like a real roll. They just like fold up like a droidica from episode one. Did they ever make it out of episode one?
0: Yes, uh, sparingly, but they did.
1: Okay, good. They were such a cool design. They deserved much more than they, they were given. They haunt
0: my dreams to this day. One of the scariest bad guys to encounter in a hallway in Battlefront 1 or Battlefront 2. Fucking Christ.
2: I was going to was gonna ask if, like, your qualification for them barely making it out of Episode 1 was the fact that they were in um, Battlefront 1 and 2.
0: They were in the Clone Wars fight. They were. You could see them sieging Genosha. Genosha? 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 Genos- Genos- that plan with the bug I people
1: I, i'd i'd have to admit watching star wars episode two and i trying to leave this episode with as much credibility I will as possible. proudly
0: admit to watching star wars episode two with my best pal and special guest here today gary Biusi. Hey, no, everybody. You can't hey, do everybody, have do comment. You me. saw
1: the announcement. We'll look like we have no credibility. <laughs> no, one not. will look like we have no morals!
0: Or my brother, Carrie. Come in here, Carrie. Hey, everybody. It's me, Carrie Busey. Listen, okay, for
2: number one, Gary and Carrie. I have publicly gone on record on this podcast saying that if either of you set foot in this recording booth ever again, I would be legally forced to quit the podcast. So I'm sorry, Aaron. I'm sorry, Dean Army. This is my last day with the podcast. I am out of here. And I'll second, but first, and then second, um, Aaron did, as he mentioned, post a public statement saying that we were moving forward without. You guys.
1: I had to research what font Adult Swim used for their weak Rick and Morty thing. It's Helvetica, by the way. I, you know, I saw I mean, I got
2: the reference. It was, it was, a, it was a good, a good, a good shit post. I, I really appreciated it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. But I did not do that minutes of research just for you to come in here and ruin things, Gerald.
0: Well, since immune's out, I guess that means there's room for me to be the third host, Gary B.C., and maybe mm, a four man show. It is host, only logical. Gary we can do a four man show. You know, the the best ideal number of podcasting is four. <laughs> Abu <laughs> says he, he he went he went I'm gone <laughs> he didn't he wasn't gonna say anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what Gary one get out of here we don't want you I'm throwing tapioca pudding at you two you're acting like a real poop kid <laughs> which by the way they. They, like, censored my man Poop Kid in Halls of Valor. What's going on with that? Harry and Carrie
0: have walked out. They're so offended by the Tapioca pudding shot. But, yes, they have nerfed God King Skullvold, which I, you know what? I am now a believer of hashtag no changes ever because we need to revert this immediately. (laughs) Put him back to his whole speech. He doesn't even walk in and say no. He just runs in and starts giving the last sentence of his speech. It's bullshit. He can at least say no as he runs into the room. It's not that hard. When
1: they they were getting rid of the sexy stuff, I stayed quiet because I don't like it. When they were getting rid of the transphobic stuff, I stayed quiet because that's a good change. But I stayed quiet too long. Give Poop Kid his full speech back. It's only like 19 seconds. Come on.
2: I've kicked down the door, I'm back, baby. I heard we're talking about my favorite NPC, God King Scovald, aka Poop Kid. Hashtag revert these changes. Ian, I am willing to let go of my grudge against you for this Boralis ring. Just please. You did not have to do this. Our boy poop kid needs all the time to shine. Like Obviously the timer of holes is too short anyways, like the obvious change to all of the RP in there, just add another fucking five minutes on or something.
0: That's what I don't get. You could just add more time to it. You didn't have to take
1: away the whole speech, the best part of the whole show. Does Odin still do his whole thing? Because he talks a bunch too.
0: Now it's basically just the last part. Um, Here, I'll, I'll post it and we can all read it together and chat
1: out loud. <laughs> Like at once, <laughs> just uh, sink. Are we?
0: Are we popcorn reading this slide?
1: <laughs> you better not be that motherfucker who made it to the tenth grade and can't read.
0: No, we're all gonna read it at once because this is good podcasting quality. We'll just share a microphone. <laughs> you only read Odin lines, so you ready? Or sorry, you only read God King's golf lines because he deserves this, guys. He's God King.
1: Okay, okay are we ready? Here we go.
0: Three, two. One, go. No! no I too do have proved my, my worth, Odin.
1: Odin. I, I got
2: God King, King all these,
0: these,
2: these mortals, mortals dare not, not challenge my claim, claim to the to ages.
1: ages. If these false champions will not, not lead the Aegis by choice, what have you then they, they will surrender it will in surrender. death. Yeah.
0: I couldn't think of a better way to pay tribute to our original daddy, God King Scovold, or our, our second daddy behind Commander Linden. Maybe our third daddy, somewhere down the list. Can we retroactively make this our sexiest NPC of the week? God King Scovold! God
1: King Scovold, he deserves it. You
0: are and always have been our sexiest NPC of the week. Oh! They tried to rob you, and we said, "Uh uh, we're um gonna unrob you." Honestly, we're going like, to give um, you a gift. I I'm just gonna like say it too. Like, I
2: don't need this Aegis. Like, uh, Daddy Scovold, you can have the Aegis poop kid. Like, I don't
1: need it. Responsibility is the most important thing that a sexiest NPC can have, and I've always said that. And when it comes to bringing protection, who am I gonna call? The guy with the big shield. We're not going to get nasty. He knows what it's like to have a nastiness. Look at his left arm. He's like, I want to save you from this kind of life. So I'll always make sure to wrap it up with the Aegis of Protection. Cadgar,
0: former sexist NPC of the week, right? He was one, right? He had to be one. Yeah. Yeah. He entrusted us, the champions, with the Aegis of Agrimar. And with it, I entrust God King Skolvault with the Aegis of Agrimar. It's our right to give it to him. I
2: mean, and we've also always loved our bad boys on the Sexiest NPC of the Week segments. Um, and honestly, retrospectively, like, I don't know, is Skolvault the good guy? Odin
0: isn't necessarily a good guy either. If, if anyone's against Odin, then they're rocking with me. So let's fucking go, Gahki and Let's fucking raise hell and attack the flying Fortress together.
1: Please. Also, he is muscly, but it's kind of like that Chunkle Bunker <laughs> bear fighter. So <laughs> I like at the end of the day, I can give him a squeeze and there's a little bit of squish to him. He's like, oh, ho, ho! those are the rolls of He's You
0: squeeze me in my green rolls.
2: What if we kissed behind the giant shield of Agrimar?
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Ooh. King Tor and King Bjorn will be out here spreading rumors.
0: And with that, God King Skullfall, you are our deserving sexiest NPC of the week. Ooh. Not what our show notes said at all, but I really love the impromptuness of it. Let's go, Skullfall. I'm using his trinket for my single target. It's it's literally from Skolvold. It's like his fell orb. He's gifted it to me to use against his enemies. Odin.
2: Ooh, so you're saying that you get to fondle Skolvold's orb every day? Do it every
0: fucking day. Now it's time for our top two, bottom boot, medium moot. I will go first because I have the easiest top two in the motherfucking world. So hard. Easy. It's an auger. Man, you're breaking all
2: the rules today.
0: Uh, <laughs> listen, this is a real No Normally, we to say for boat day reserve specials, but I finally fucking did it. All the power be mine. I, on my devastation evoker, have finally fucking gotten the heroic staff from Broodkeeper diurna Carnalex, the First Light.
1: You say finally, but I think it only took you like three weeks. Two, I think maybe it was four.
2: <laughs> you Ooh, I think know it took it finally. It only took me four weeks.
0: Hey, listen. Some of us are special. And not only that, it also dropped with a speed proc. A speed tertiary. There's been a huge discourse in the Evoker Discord, which is like, well, there's two boots you can make, and one of them makes you 10% slower, and the other one gives it makes your stats rotate, blah, 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 and everybody shits on the 10% slower boots, because they're like, hey, well, I'd be too slow with that, I would die in everything. And I'm like, uh, no, but check your sims, I bet you anything, the Hasidic treads are better for you than the Venom Stompers!
2: Also, like, I believe probably the bis Enchant is the one that gives people speed anyways. It probably
0: cancels it out. Plus, Evokers are, they have a lot of movement abilities. Exactly. So I've been rocking it with the 10%, reduct- the 10% boot reductors for this entire time. And I'm fully speed enchanted. So I'm at 13% speed. So it, it roughly masks out to being 3% speed. Not exactly, because it's, it's kind of weird how it does it. But the staff bumped me up five percent speed so now i'm at 18 percent speed i am zooming across this map and i'm wearing slow boots from super metroid it's great the staff is fantastic i'm so happy the last it's basically gonna be the the best staff for the rest of the expansion until i get mythic which i'm not getting Mythic it right now i don't think that's gonna happen I'm. we've killed two mythic bosses we're not hitting Iron. there's no fucking way <laughs> Uh, immune, what's your top two, bottom boot, medium moot? Well, to
2: sound like a complete bitter Betty, I'm going to just do the inverse of yours effectively and have a bottom boot. Not a bad ooga. I take it back. I am no longer having an inverse of yours. This is just your typical run-of-the-mill bottom boot. Oh, okay. Boot. <laughs> and it effectively is that um, I've had such shit luck in raid with getting this fucking Razagath bow it's only dropped once uh that first week when persephone brought her then alt and took it and wasn't here this week even so i don't fucking know (laughs) and i have now had nine chances to get this bow on very uh so like we killed it on heroic I mean, no, no, not a I haven't, take that back, um, we've killed it on normal four times, and I've had four vaults, and it's only dropped once the very first time, has not dropped any other times, not shown up in my vault. Then, I did a Droptimizer sim, apparently, the LFR version of the bow sims better than my fucking 411 bow that I have from a dungeon, so I really need this bow, like, uh, I did not realize, actually, before, earlier this week, that the, it's the attack is it attack speed. Is that what it boosts? I think so. Or auto shot or something. Whatever it is. But like, um, I thought like it was just me, so I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But no, it also impacts my pets. So like, I have two pets normally, and then also most of my builds have dire beasts that summon other things, and I assume they probably proc off of it too. So at some points of of a dungeon or whatever or raid, I have like twenty beasts out there. So I assume maybe they would all get additional
0: speed then my, my damage would like skyrocket with this even if it's just your primary beast that's still <laughs> drastic enough i mean because you said that an lfr bow was five percent of an upgrade for you without no he's not he's nodding yes um for me as an evoker before i even had like my normal staff the lfr drag deer staff was still simming negatively versus a real 411 staff so like the bow is like super important for you guys. And it's it's why do they always do this to you? I, I don't get what they always do this to you guys. Like like make the bow a better drop rate.
2: So this is all just a preamble. Like, yes, all of that is bootworthy on its own, but when I realized that LFR was so important, I decided to run LFR earlier this afternoon. It was basically the entirety of my afternoon. I legitimately do not think I would have been able to finish this pug uh, well, it's not even a pug, this LFR of Razageth before we had to record if Aaron didn't have to travel across the state and delay our recording a little bit. <laughs> I, every time I fucking do LFR, I regret it. But now I know that, like, this is the first time where, like, actually I pretty much feel like I need to because it's such a big upgrade to just, like, the, like, my spec in general. I don't know where these people come from, and this is, like, no, like dig at people whose like end game content is lfr i mean like that is respectable but like i okay so the first mechanic it is effectively like you place those circles then she has a beam you know okay some people get hit by the beam the first time they see it fine i've gotten hit by the beam before but then like like it happens every single time i'm like how like this is literally like it i was there for 12 pulls until we killed it on like the 13th or something like that there's one person who got hit by the beam every single time and i'm like you think you would like learn on like the 10th pull not to get hit by it an 11th time but no similarly there were people who like just got blown off by her blowback 12 of the 13 times i'm like i, I- and every after every single pull before every pull i i had a I had a copy paste so like i'm not like slide uh, trying to sell his wares i am like copy paste like this is what you need to know going into this fight i'm like drop the puddles behind the group, stand in front of a puddle before the blowback, dodge the beam. These groups go left, these groups go right. That's basically it. Um, so I posted that every time, but like the same like two or three people just like did not learn it. I'm like, who are you people? What are you doing? It it was so frustrating. I don't know. Maybe I'm also just more frustrated because like I've progged enough Razgath already for the rest of my life
0: with, like, the two raid groups that we've raided with. I'm absolutely sick of Razgath, so I don't blame you. I mean, I'm also farming LFR, so, like, because you can get the cool uh, appearance for Razgath for your dragon riding mount, but I feel the same thing. I am, like, Razgath just kills me. I'm so tired of doing phase one over and over again. But, like, for you, like, you have, like, five points of frustration coming into it. (laughs)
2: Um. So yeah, I killed it eventually, shortly before we started recording, and there were like seven hunters in the group. One was survival, so six hunters that would possibly want a bow that dropped, and no, a bow did not drop, so, you know, there we go. That is my bottom boot.
1: Aaron, what do you have? Well, I have a medium moot this week. Moot. Medium moot. So I gotta say, I did the final story with the Dragon Scale Expedition. And boy, oh boy, is that a stinker.
2: Oh, so is this the one that you unlock at, I believe, like 24 right
1: now? 24, yes.
2: Oh, 24, I actually don't know 25. what the story is.
1: So. Uh, well, I won't spoil a bunch of it, but basically, do you if you ha- know anything about Richard Naxx, Dawn of the Dragon, Uh-oh. or anything that happens in that story, you've already seen the coolest bits. There's a part where... Oh, I forgot her name and it fucks me up. The little dwarf. Oh, Toddy Whiskers. Toddy Whiskers is like, it, she's reading, um, reading journal entries and it's like, it says here that Malagos was fighting the undead. I never knew anything about any undead. And I was like, what? You didn't? And so, yeah, I guess in fiction, no one knows anything about like the Galakrond legend. But it's really weak as a human being who's like, girl, we done known that since cataclysm. Well,
0: they don't read the book, so like, we don't have access to Barnes and Nobles.
1: I guess, yeah. But it's just like they keep looking at you that and like the the blood of like, can you imagine there's a big dragon? And I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine it. <laughs> but they keep like leaving room for applause, like it's like a big, a story moment. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever.
0: I, I guess it's kind of hard because, like, I guess in fiction, right, the dragons, like, hid the whole reason of Galacron's dissension from, like, everybody else. But then, like, it's, like, public knowledge to, like, that everybody else walking around Azeroth, like, who's read the book. So, like, it's <laughs> just a weird dichotomy of, like, well, first I'm seeing it because Dolores says we have to. And you're like, bro, it's been 13 years.
2: So are we, are we saying that, like, my in-game characters Metalloid and Immunization don't
0: know this. <laughs> Technically, no one's supposed to know Gal- that Galakron was eating other dragons, that he spawned other dragons, and that's why he went crazy like a whole thing. They're like, "We must not tell anybody." It's like maybe you should have told somebody.
1: Yeah, it's just funny because there was a there was an update about each of the members of the Dragonflight and like a secret that we never knew. And for you, Sarah, it was like, "Oh, she's always been very kind," but was she? Too nice. I was like, I just feel like you guys didn't have a good one for Sarah, did you?
0: They're like, we didn't know how to dragon scale. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> cutting. It, Ended everybody and dragon scale like this.
1: <laughs> but dragon scale expedition. I then did some more quests with them, and I finished the darn thing. I am in. Intrepid Explorer Growlina with my weird bug. We
0: salute you, the rock climber. I've never done a rock climbing quest. I saw him doing it, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, the rock climbing world quest. And I was like, I haven't unlocked that yet. Ooh, Aaron, have you gotten an achievement for helping out your
2: friends while rock climbing?
1: Uh, I don't think I have. I've only been a solo climber. Call me Sly Stallone, but I've, uh, <laughs> I've, I'm out there alone day in and day out. I don't even think I've helped people with a fish. I've exclusively done these alone.
2: Yeah, well, there is an achievement if you use, like, your number three button on other people enough times or whatever
1: it is. Nice. But that was my medium moot. One done. Speaking of done, we'd be absolutely done if it wasn't for the efforts of our top two patrons. These folks include Command Sergeant Major Chisirzla, fourth host of the Podcaster Monkey, Ahoy Vince, NSYNC Slash Drag Race, Azarin, Digital Dave, Mitch wants to remind everyone that Ratheon isn't daddy, he's a literal child. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Seisha Sen Soup. Ahoy Dorno, what up, Vince? Ahoy, hoy, hee, hoy. Gershom says, um, okay, January babies. Only get one more week out of that one. Hoax, asking Garlina to say, for the horde. Archmage Move from Wormrest Accord Horde. Adam N, Ickis, Vanderlyle, Generational Talent, and Excellence of Execution, Smart to Base God, Slide Whistle says... Craig is fuck. (laughs) And Will, aka Tyre, Trade Chat's Fallen Father.
0: With that, we're out of here, bitches. We'll see you guys next week. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, food recipes, lingerie to send to me... That feels a bit much. Send it to us at gnotrelentpod at at gmail.com. What about you guys? We can find you on the internet
2: you can find me alex or immunization on twitter at new era alex you can follow our podcast instagram account on the gram at do not relent
1: come find me aaron the human on twitter.com at the big cheesy read the show's literary musings at do not relent dot live and watch me play video twitch at twitch.tv slash aaron dnr i'll be playing some this weekend i don't know which day because i gotta go visit my gram gram
0: oh how's Gramgram gram doing
1: She's doing well. She butt-dialed me today, but we had a pleasant conversation as I was driving through the snow. Oh, she
0: called me because she wanted to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. Get all the fun, yappiest, drunkest episodes of us talking about every single bullshit y'all submit to us. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's lit. Oh, you guys hear that? <gasps> that means we're done. You know what that means? Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing US Prodmore's premier
1: podcasts. That was a very good wish!